Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. It is day two of our imaging uh, interviews. And as you can probably tell, um, my voice in these episodes is so much worse than the first day. Um, you know... <laughs> You can't just breathe cigarette smoke for five hours straight without getting to a point where you just lose it all. Actually, about about a half hour into the time Dustin and I spent at this karaoke bar called Santa's Pub, I felt like my voice crack, and then I felt it like just say, like, I'm done. I'm finished. It's over. Um, and then it said, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? And uh, then they gave up their life, and... Um, it took three days and uh, finally got my voice back. Unfortunately, the second day of our interviews that we did at Imaging w was in that three-day period where my voice is dead and gone. So, yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad today, guys. Um, if yesterday sounded like I was crying, today sounds like I'm whining and, like, bawling, and I'm just trying to keep it together, okay? So, um, I guess enjoy this. As much as you can. Uh, first up, we are talking to my favorite camera company. I'm just going to come out and say it. It's the people over at Canon. Canon makes great cameras, great glass. I think I've been fairly vocal about this on the podcast. I own a 5D Mark IV. I have a 5D Mark III as a backup. Uh, same, same's for my wife. We have tons of Canon glass. We, we love their stuff. So uh, listen to me, fanboy, and try to figure out what they're coming out with next. Hey, I'm Steve with the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast here with Dustin and Drew McCallum from Canon. Drew, can you tell us a little bit about why Canon's at Imaging USA this year? Uh, well, we've been at Imaging USA for, for many, many years. I mean, this is kind of one of our, our, our core uh, industries that we support, whether it's a professional wedding photographer, portrait photographer, baby photographer. Uh, this is a huge, huge industry for us, and we've been coming to Imaging for, for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And is the response, like you guys are right up at the front, have a huge booth, you guys have speakers all day long. Has there been like a really good response to like all the speakers you guys have brought in? I think Susan Stripling's speaking right now. Always, yeah. We've got Susan Stripling speaking right now. We've had Peter Hurley. We've had Vanessa Joy, who's a new explorer of light for us this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had uh, Roberto Valenzuela. We've got a huge lineup of explorers of light uh, speaking on stage, doing everything from uh, posing, lighting, camera settings. David Bergman did a whole thing on the new 1DX Mark III and autofocus settings and how to set up the camera on a Mark III or Mark II. Uh, we, we try and run the gamut, whether it's uh, you know professional sports or posing. So a lot of people are coming over to you guys' booth looking at the cameras. Which camera do you think is like the most popular, the one that people want to get yeah, their hands on Which one do the they most? want to touch and feel? Uh, that's always a tough question because uh, everybody has a different need, right? Some people are looking at the 1DX Mark III because they do fast action type work. Other people are looking at the EOS R and RP to get their hands on a new mirrorless to understand what it's all about, what right. the new lenses are like. Um, so we're in, a, we're in a fun transition right now in the industry with DSLR and mirrorless you know, living side by side. Um, that's been the, the big response is big questions on that. Mm -hmm. and what's your favorite camera to shoot with from Canon? Whichever Ooh. one's in my hands. <laughs> Good uh, you know, I, I'm on the product planning side, so I get to work with all the new stuff. It's, it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun. I've been working with the 1DX Mark III to launch that onto the public. Nice. Um, I've always been a big camera kind of person. I like the big beefy cameras in my hands because long lenses feel good on a bigger body. Right. That doesn't mean that the EOS R doesn't have its place with that, 
Mm -hmm. It's just how it feels in my hand. I put the grip on the EOS R when I'm working with that because I like that bigger feel in my hand. Sure. Again, it's a personal preference. Uh, it depends on what I'm doing. I feel like most every photographer I talk to sites needing a grip or something on their mirrorless just to make it a little bit beefier, especially if they're shooting for a long time throughout the day. Ergonomically, it just seems like it's a better fit. It, it seems to. I mean, again, some people, they have smaller hands or they just want to carry smaller, lighter lenses. They want to yeah. just work with a 50 or, it, again, like you said, so it, it's what they want. If you're shooting a wedding for six hours at a time, sometimes you want that bigger grip to be more comfortable. It's all about the ergonomics, and we try and keep that in mind when we design the camera to begin with. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to be working with this camera for hours on end if you're shooting a major sporting event or you're shooting a wedding, or maybe you're just a you know, casual photographer going out taking pictures of birds in flight. Mm. So most of the people that you guys are meeting with here, uh, what sort of photography do they do? Wow, uh, you've got everything from underclass type photographers that are doing uh, um, sports, you know, high school, middle school type sports. They're doing baby photography. They're doing full-on weddings, whether it's a wedding in Bozeman, Montana, or maybe someone's doing a, a royal wedding in the Emirates somewhere you right. know, overseas. The, the show here has international coverage. We've got people from all walks of photography and, and skill sets and it's, it's a great show to, to meet new people and show them what we have. What's the most interesting type of photography that somebody's come up to you today or this week and said, hey, so I shoot this, and you're like, mm. oh, that's, that's one I haven't thought about. Wow, that's a really good question. I, I haven't really had someone that's that truly unique at this show. I mean, they're, they're all... Well, what are some that you've had in the past? <laughs> Um, I've had people ask me about mounting cameras on planes for geographic surveys. Wow. Um, I've had stuff about automated cameras up in rafters for award shows. I, it's We've run the gamut for a lot of different applications. And the way that the industry is going, uh, image making is everywhere, believe yeah. it or not. you know, the, Everyone says the camera industry is, is going in a downward trend, but you see more imagery being made. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to take those images some way where are those images coming from so yeah. it's really uh there's a lot of uses for cameras whether it's video because uh, you know every camera is made now is going to shoot video and it's yeah. up to 4k or right. the new Eight. 1dx3 is doing 5.5k raw video internally wow that's something we haven't seen in a camera that size right mm -hmm. are a lot of people coming up and like talking to you guys about the video like equipment that you have here and everything? Oh, absolutely. We, uh, we've got the C500 uh, on, uh, sorry, we have the C200 on show today. Mm -hmm. We've got the XF705s. We've got the, this, the, the video products as well because this does have a lot of crossover in not just still photography for weddings and events, but for video applications as well. Uh, so we do have our, our experts on the counter answering those questions too. Mm -hmm. Last question I had was uh, earlier you mentioned that Vanessa Joy was a new member of what, what was it? The it's Explorers of Light. Explorers. Of, can you tell me briefly what that means? Uh, so Explorers of Light are photographers that um, that we utilize as um, ambassadors for Canon. I believe there's just upwards of 40. I think we're at about 36 Explorers of Light right now. Uh, they run the gamut from, like I said, sports and action photographers um, to Portrait, wedding, uh, you name it, they, they cover pretty much everything under the sun. Uh, there are people that can go out and talk about the brand, talk about the products, 
Um, they can teach people about lighting and posing. Sure. Uh, Vanessa just came on board. She's a wedding photographer. She uses a Wendy X series. Susan Stripling's up on stage now. She's using um, uh, EOS R and 5D. Lindsay Adler was just up there, so she's a fashion uh, photographer. She's using EOS R, 5D, 5DS. Uh, they do pretty much anything under the sun. Uh, David Bergman did a thing on 1DX. Let's see who else did. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else was up there, but uh, the EOL program is is pretty big. We just added Vanessa Joy, Larry Chen, uh, Sal Sakata, and uh, Aaron Babnick uh, joined us. She's a landscape nature photographer. So we've we've got a huge collection right. of photographers out there for us to, to utilize for speaking and other events. Okay. So they're entitled to you when they become... Uh yeah, it's, it's a special thing to become an EOL. <laughs> it really is. It's one of those things where, you know, we, we find those types of, of photographers and, and bring them into the program. And right. we have a lot of people that say, well, how can I be one? Right. Uh, these are photographers at the top of their game. These sure. are photographers that not only can take a good photograph and have a good business, but they can educate they is there like an application process, or you find them? Uh, typically, we find them if they want. If someone wants to reach out to us at, at the Canon uh, email, we can you know discuss. But it's generally someone that's already risen to that top, and, and they're already kind of like you, in love with they, the brand, and they shine. It's again, yeah. that's why they're who they are, what they're doing, and sure. um, we're always looking at, at talent. We're always looking at people that are out there and, and seeing what the latest trends are, and who needs to be, uh, who can you know speak best for us and for the, the industry. Right. Perfect. So you said that you kind of help out with like product planning type stuff and everything or launching stuff like that. Um, is there anything that we should be keeping our eyes out for with Canon this year? Right. Yeah. So I'm a senior technical specialist with uh, product planning side. Um, I would say keep an eye on us. We have already stated that a higher end product from the EOS R lineup is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we've stated that very publicly. I've been yeah. out on the, the forums saying that or the, the, the platforms. So definitely keep an eye out. It's not you know, is terribly any, far away. Is there anything privately that you haven't stated? That you <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, publicly on a <laughs> podcast. Good job, <laughs> I like my job, so I'm just going to keep that right where it is. Um, but no, I, it's uh, have faith that it's not... Uh, we're, we're working on things very, very, very digital, diligently. Uh, you can see by the lenses what we've created with the, the Trinity lineup, the 2.8 lineup, uh, the 15-35, all just announced last year, uh, late last year in October, uh, along with the 8512, 8512DS, which is a defocus smoothing. Uh, we, we're really putting a lot of effort into developing that lineup as well. So there's yeah. a lot coming. Perfect. I, I want to get my hands on one of the mirrorless cameras and some of those lenses because they just they speak to me. Do they? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. they have like a 50 millimeter one two and an 85 one two for right. our 5D Mark IVs, but it's just like I see I see the new mirrorless stuff. I see how much like better the focus is, and I'm like just want to play with that. Yeah, it, it's it's uh it's a lot of fun once you start putting it up there. And the 1.4 firmware we put out for the EOS R. Uh, we, we gave the eye tracking a lot faster response. It mm -hmm. was able to pick up subjects from further away. Uh, it really changed that camera in your hands as it, as it worked. So you, you saw a big difference between 1.2 firmware, 1.4 firmware, and that gives you an idea of where we're going. Uh, take a look at you know, the, the 1DX Mark III and its live view capabilities. Right. Um, that thing is extremely fast in tracking a moving subject in live view, whether it's silent shutter or mechanical shutter. Um, you can see that we have some 
some interesting technology that we're utilizing in that camera right now. Mm -hmm. Justin, did you want to ask your one last question? Oh, I uh, just was curious where Nikon is at this show. Oh, unfortunately, I, I honestly don't know where Nikon is. I, I, I don't want to speak badly about any manufacturer, any any other uh, competitor, but um, uh, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Very <laughs> diplomatic. Love that answer. <laughs> we, we, we're industry, you know, everybody's in this industry together, so we try and keep it friendly. Sure. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate yeah. your time today. I'm sure you see them on a bunch, a bunch of other shows throughout the year and stuff, too. So. Yeah, we do. We do. So. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show and chatting with us a little bit. As you probably just found out, I'm not good at getting people to uh, divulge information they shouldn't divulge. I really, really wanted some uh, updates and news on the stuff Canon has coming down the pipeline. I mean, by now we all know about the Canon EOS R5. I mean, people basically knew about it at Imaging, too. But, <sighs> well, you know, I guess it's uh, onwards and upwards, as Dustin McKibben would always say. And I got to represent for him since he's not here today. And we're going to talk to the guys over at PhotoBiz, who we actually met at the very very smoky karaoke bar the night for, before the night before wow steve learned how to talk so uh we're gonna talk with him for a little bit photobiz for people who don't know is a company that makes websites for photographers they're the only company that makes websites for photographers who was present at imaging which is kind of weird but kind of cool too all right this is dustin i'm here with john from photobiz here at imaging usa john can you tell me a little bit about uh, what PhotoBiz is? Yeah, we're an all-in-one website solution for photographers. Uh, we're built with photographers specifically in mind. We've been doing websites for over 15 years for photographers. Wow. Um, and it's more than just a website. You get client galleries. You get marketing tools. Uh, what we're known for is that we're easy to use. But when you run into questions, we have a customer support team that you can call. And we'll help you out with anything from product setup to SEO, and it's all included with your membership. So there's no hidden fees with us. Nice. Um, how's the show been going for you? It's been great. It's been great. We love imaging. We love PPA. Um, for me personally, this is my 11th Imaging USA. Wow. Um, and in fact, my first Imaging USA was right here in Nashville. So it's nice. kind of a nostalgia thing. Full circle. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've got a, a teammate with me. This is her first Imaging, so... Nice. This is, our, this is our first imaging. Awesome. Well, welcome, boys. Yeah. <laughs> still, I'm still hearing your voice in my head from karaoke last night. That's a good time. That's <laughs> a good time. Santa's Pub. What a place. <laughs> what a place indeed. So what percentage of like your uh, clientele would you say are wedding photographers? Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's not really a, a stat we keep, but I would yeah. say that a large portion of our, our clientele, our wedding photographers, um, that's what really what the, uh, the platform was invented for was wedding and portrait photographers. Um, yeah. so I would say probably over, over under, you know, 50%. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a, that's a large portion. Yeah. So are you guys going to go to WPPI then as well? Um, off the record, sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I don't know officially. Um, I think so. Uh, I wasn't. I was in the planning process when I left. Uh, when I left the office on Friday, um, I haven't gotten an itinerary yet, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be there. Um, I saw our guy from uh, WPPI at the beginning of imaging here, and he he mentioned that uh, he would be seeing me in Vegas. So, hey. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad someone knows. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, you guys going to be there? 
We are under discussions. Okay. <laughs> do you, Do you want us to be there? Of course. All right. We're new. We're new friends. That's right. <laughs> now, we know where to send the plane ticket bills. <laughs> um, is there anything uh, specifically about your service that would be different than, like, say, your competitors? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, number one. You know, we're built for photographers. So there's a lot of website platforms out there. Uh, we're one of the only ones that are dedicated to, you know, professional mm -hmm. photographers. Right. Um, on top of that, you know, you look around the show. We're one of the only ones that are here. Uh, and at the end of the day, if you sign up with us or you're a client of ours, we're the only one that's going to give you a phone number. Yeah. Absolutely nobody else is offering any sort of phone support to their clients. And we tell you, hey, don't get frustrated. Give us a call. We'll walk you through literally any question you have about your, your website with us. Right. Uh, so you said it had uh, client galleries. Is there yes. like a print fulfillment option within that? or All of our orders right now, it's all self-filled. So we give, we give our photographers hands-on, and, you know, they make all their business decisions. They set their own pricing. They control their costs. But at the end of the day, they also control the end product that goes out to their clients. So whatever, you know, your prints, your albums, whatever vendors you prefer, you can use them. And, you know, your end product is going to meet your brand expectations for your clients. Which vendors do you prefer? Um, I, I'm not a photographer, so. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm the website guy, so I, I'm, I don't have, uh, you know. Hey, I'd uh, rather be having a website guy help me with my website than a photographer. Uh, fair enough. Good point. you have any other questions? Uh, why don't you think any of you guys' competitors are really here? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I've been with PhotoBiz. You're supposed to say they don't care about photographers like we do. I, I queued you up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> now they, I've been with the company for 12 years. Um, I've seen the industry change a lot across the board, but specifically with websites. Again, it goes back to us being, you know, the only company out there that, hey, we're dedicated to the photography industry. We love photographers and, you know, we love to support the industry. We love to support our clients. And, uh, you know, it's, it shows you a lot if, uh, if, if you have a vendor, not even just your website company, but any vendor that you're using, they don't come out to support, you know, the industry that you're in. They don't provide any sort of, you know, support in terms of what you need personally for your business. Right. Shows, shows a lot. And, and I think PhotoBiz, we're, we have outstanding customer service. If you look up our reviews and our reputation in the industry, it's impeccable. Mm -hmm. Nice. Cool. I'm good. So if any of our listeners are at WPPI and they want to hang out and get drinks with the PhotoBiz people, <laughs> it'll be a good time. Where are you guys doing that? Um, <laughs> you know, we, 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 we play it by ear a lot. Uh, but if you, if you look for PhotoBiz, look for me, John Kay, usually the guy with the long hair, uh, or my partner, Daryl. The two of us are out on the road, and we, we love to meet people, shake hands, kiss babies, all that good stuff. All about those kissing babies. That's right. There's so many babies in that bar last night with all the cigarette smoke. It's crazy. <laughs> Things but like you it. guys kissed every single one of the babies. Yeah, it's, a, it's a time machine. <laughs> Ugh, still, like, feeling gross. Anyways. Thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good one, John. Oh, yep. Hey, I hope you guys loved our conversation with the guys at PhotoBiz. And now going over to one of your favorite places to buy cameras from. That's right. We're talking to the good people at B&H Photo and Video. Hey, I'm Steve with the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Dustin, and we have Gabriel from B&H Photo. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are how, you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? You've been I'm, here since what? I'm loving it. I'm loving it here in Nashville. It's great. It's great to be down here, down south, down south. <laughs> as well as that Imaging USA. 
Have uh, you guys been doing any like photo walks or anything like that? We or? have been. We've just recently been at the booth. We are seeing a lot of photo walks yeah. and that's I think that's something you'll probably see us doing and supporting next year yeah um, but right now it's been crazy busy in our booth yeah uh, it and looks uh, yeah so we're doing a lot so of most people who are coming up to your booth are they coming up to buy stuff or what, what just to talk or what? I think most of the people know B&H yeah. you know and uh, they're happy to see us again and they're Eager to make some purchases to help further yeah. their career along. Sure. Uh, of course, you know our our salespeople are also there to just help, you know, right. and, and help them figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, Imaging USA has such a diverse group of, of photographers. It's not just wedding portrait right. photographers, that kind of stuff. We have we're we're fielding questions on studios, you know, yeah. how to, how to better further their uh, sports, you know, high school shooting, landscape, even, and everything like that. So it's 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 always it's so much fun, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of. Because we have a diverse group of photographers, mostly, who are working at B&H and can yeah. use not only their experience, but their knowledge of the 700,000 items that we carry. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Because you're passionate about, like, night photography and, like, Yeah, landscape. my personal passion is, yeah, is, is uh, nightscapes and uh, landscape sort of stuff, yeah. I work with another group, but I wear a different hat from time to times. Yeah. And uh, work with a group called National Parks at Night. Oh, and so very we, cool! We've been uh, offering night photography education for over five years, and that's oh, wow. been that's been amazing. Really wonderful thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, what uh, are you seeing? Like a trend in what products are flying off the shelves here? Or? Well, a lot of the products, you know, the, the general obviously cameras and lenses, you know, because everyone's usually looking for something like, you yeah. know, something to, you know, <laughs> that second body or that new body or new lens or something right. like that. That third that, body, that fourth that third body, <laughs> the fifth, <or> sixth <laughs> body. Exactly. I've got six at home right now. I know how it is. Exactly, exactly. And lighting, lighting is always popular. Sure. Um, and there's, you know, there continues to be so many different solutions, whether it's on the LED side of things or on the flash or a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been uh, fun. And we really, we launched uh, a, a new product for us, though, or, and a lot of people have been talking to us that it's uh, kind of new. They didn't know B&H carried, which are backgrounds, which we have carried for many, oh. many years. But I think most people... Uh, just kind of take it for granted because we have actually uh, we just took on a new brand called Click Prop um, okay. yeah. backgrounds and their backgrounds are are definitely unlike anything we've carried before and oh. so that's been exciting they're made of vinyl so they're durable and good for you know any sort of uh, pet or food uh, you know you can wipe it off and just kind of go and they're just Roll really beautiful it. designs and, and so many options so that has been really really popular um, we're also showcasing DJI and their products whether it's the gimbals or the uh, the drones, which yeah. you know more and more people are using that and finding good solutions for that. Yeah. Um, so that's been super fun. Do, do you have a drone? I do have a drone. Yeah. I oh. mean, uh, who doesn't have a drone these I, days? It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, well, the Mavic 2 Pro is just makes it so easy, and now they came out with that Mini, which. You guys have been flying the mini in a cage a lot of the yes. times, it looks like. It, it yep, feels like yeah. a caged animal almost. Like you need to let <laughs> it out. I want to get out. I want to get out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What are your thoughts, speaking of drones, of that new Altel drone that just got announced? Altel's done a good job. You know, they've really, you know, five years ago, there was DGA plus 10 other, you know, competitors to, to it. Right. Altel's been the one that's just really to Keeps stick like around. Keeps nipping you know? at the heels, so Yeah, to speak. so um, excited to see it. We do do a lot of... Uh, we actually have a drone team mm-hmm. uh, that goes to specific events or brings sort of their drone knowledge and and uh, or flying expertise to a lot of events that we sponsor on the road too. Um, mm-hmm. So we understand the importance of that aerial imaging, yeah. sure. and uh, that there are 
definitely, again, so many tools that you can use in that way uh, to help you get your shots, whether it's real estate, whether it's, you know, com just straight commercial, you know, tourism, or just, you know, pleasure. Right. So uh, where can the listeners go to find out more about B&H? Well, you know, just put go to that World Wide Web. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and all, it's simple. You, all you have to do is put B and, spell it out, and H.com. And that brings you to our website, and you'll find all of our products there, detailed information. You a lot guys of have a small, like, boutique store in New York, right? Yeah, it's a very small, small mom-and-pop shop that takes up a full city block in <laughs> midtown Manhattan. I think it was 70,000 square feet last time I took out the tape measure. Over, wow. Over 500 bags you could try you on, size up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of math. It was a lot of math. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of math, a lot of markers. But, uh, yeah, when I first moved to New York... I landed on a red-eye flight, and I came, went to the Empire State Building, and then B&H, only in that order, because B&H wasn't open at 8. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Empire State Building opened at 8. And, I think uh, I had a similar experience. The first time I landed in New York, I went straight to B&H, and I'm like, oh, they don't open until, like, like 9 or something. Right, right. I was right, like, I yeah. guess I'll go get coffee. Go get, yep. I mean, right, they're right in the middle of it all, you yeah. know, in, in, in New York. So you can do whatever, see whatever, you know, and then, and then get the, the right gear to to take it to the next level. Nice. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. Well, thank you for the time, guys. No, thank you for your time. All right, we'll, see, we'll see you on the road. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Oh, dear, dear, dear. I just wish the people at B&H would have let that drone free out of that cage because it deserves to fly in the sky. So very high. Oh, me, oh, my. There's a part of my soul that is die. Damn it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Thought I could get another rhyme in there. Just going to make it happen. Whoa, can I just take a break real quick? Right here in between B&H and Giphy, um, we need to do another crass commercial break. Um, so, yeah, we're going to flip it over. We're going to run some ads, and then we'll get right back to the episode. I promise. So now uh, we're going to head on over and talk to the Goo Goo Boys at Giphy. Um, these, these were another group of guys who we met the night before while doing karaoke. And... We maybe we maybe drank some beers. Did I mention Dustin and I sang a song together? And it wasn't even like a normal song. It was like a parody of a normal song. Specifically, it was a Weird Al Yankovic parody of American Pie all about Anakin from Star Wars. I know a lot of you hear this and you're like, Steve is a nerd guy. He He's very much into nerdy stuff. So he, he definitely probably knows this song. I did not know a single word. But I knew like the tune. So there's that. I tuned it. Um, I can't sing, so I was way out of tune the whole time. But an amazing thing did happen where, like, at one point, people were actually singing along, and, like, some people were singing in <laughs> American Pie, the, the the very good song American Pie, and then some people were singing the Weird Al Yankovic parody because they were reading the words on the board. And uh, it was one of those moments that just really gets to your heart. Anyway, we should talk to the uh, guys at Giphy now. Let's uh, Let's flip it on over to that. I'm Ben. I'm David. And we are Giffy. Well, I'm a human being. <laughs> so we saw another booth over there called Jiffy. Is that like a direct competition with you? F*** them. But they were just selling peanut butter. I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, guys. That would be a fun marketing strategy we, for no. you to set up a second booth next to it and call it <laughs> Jiffy and sell peanut butter. So we've been, you know, we get a lot of people coming up and they, they just stare at the machine and they're like, 
so what does it do? And, and, and the answer that we've been giving people at the show is, it makes espresso. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you got to give some uh, visual context for that. There is a big sign right behind it that says, photo booth. <laughs> uh, you can't expect everybody who comes to the show to know how to read, though. So. Yeah, yeah. i got to lower my standard a little bit more yeah. once again. It is an international True. show. Yeah, no. They are at a show where they can talk to people. They're not on your website. So, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you guys true. could just have, like, a video rolling the whole time that just, like, this is the photo booth. This is the photo booth just over and over again. I think I'm just going to get a robot that does that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And then, just, and then just drop in a slide. This is an espresso maker. And then back to this is a photo booth. Just to really throw off, you know, the every 10th person that walks by. That's right. I, I dig it, man. I'm going to hire you guys. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Help me out with this. <laughs> so how, how's the show going? How are you guys doing? Is every, you know, people loving the booth? Yeah, it's a good show, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, is this your, not your first time at Imaging? Yeah, we've been to, this is our fourth Imaging. Fourth yeah, Imaging. So, um, yeah, we've been, we've been going to shows uh, for a while now, since like 2016. Um, and yeah, shows have definitely changed over the years. There's like different type of uh, photographer at these shows, but it's always good to like remind people who we are and uh, get to know like who's in the industry right now. So for those out there who don't know what you guys do, walk me through sort of the nuts and bolts of this. Yeah, so I'm a full-time wedding photographer in Chicago and um, I always went to these shows looking for a photo booth because I wanted that extra money from, from the wedding industry. Um, but I, I really didn't want to deal with all the headache of what a photo booth came with, which is like, you know, really heavy device, long setup times, requiring yeah. like a, a staff to monitor it, technical stuff, printing. Um, didn't want to deal with that. So right. basically, I just created a photo booth from the ground up, and that's what that's what Giphy ended up being. And what, what Giphy is, it's, it's an ultra-simplified portable photo booth solution for, for creatives and photographers. So in Chicago, how many of these are you rocking out on a weekend? Me? Like personally? Like personally. As, a, as like a business owner? Yeah. Like renting to... Okay, so um, basically I I run uh, two different companies. This is Feeling Photo and then also Zippy Booth, which is a rental company. And uh, my rental company does about 150 events a year. Wow. Um, but I'd say like I've definitely had weekends where there's like six events out at the same time. Okay. Um, it's really rare. I don't like doing that too much. But um, yeah, if I can fit it in the schedule and make it work out and find staff, I'll do it. Do you have software or something you use to keep track of where all of them are going? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I use uh, Tave Studio Management software, so that um, that that helps manage things. I, it doesn't really track specifically where my equipment is, but right. um, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you would suggest all wedding photographers or photographers in general add a photo booth option to their uh, offerings? Yeah, I mean... Uh, no, not I wouldn't. Um, I think a lot of photographers like aren't really interested in it, and if you're not interested in it, don't do it, man. But like for the people that want to make some extra money and like are are curious about it, yeah, definitely jump on it. Especially, especially if you can get a simple photo booth. Like, yeah. and that's the thing about Giphy. It's like it really doesn't add uh, add a lot of headache to your company because like it's 100% automated. It only weighs 12 pounds. Like you could teach like a five-year-old to set this thing up and go. So like, so you're I think encouraging the, child labor. Uh, <laughs> you can edit this, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just because you can does not mean that you should. Oh. Just, just 
to get that in the adding the disclaimer. <laughs> See, that's why I have David around, man. He's on my side. So yeah, God. what are your different? What are your each of your roles here within the company? Uh, we're good friends, um, moral support, but I'm I'm basically I don't know what you describe it. Yeah. Ben is the business genius that makes the whole machine run. Um, and also has taken the lead on all the kind of hardware design and manufacturing and that side of things. Um, hewing LED lights from the living rock and so on. Uh, I write the software. I do a lot of tech support. Um, we, we both do a lot of um, kind of support and that kind of thing for our users. Um, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're definitely a good balance, man. Like we... Um he does the stuff that I can't do, and I do the stuff that he can't do. So nice. I'm more like the face of the company, and David, he's he's more like the tech backside stuff that like is super impossible to most normal people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cool. So, when you guys sell like a Giphy booth to a photographer, do you guys give them any guidelines on what you think they should do pricing wise or anything like that? Yeah, we do. Uh, first off, we have like a really great like support group. It's a Facebook user group, um, and a lot of people talk about pricing and like business strategy and stuff like that on there. Um, we we give people a general guideline. We do have like a PDF, like an example pricing document that people can edit. But like I, I always tell everyone when you buy it, you got to figure out your own market. You got to like go out there and experiment and play around. It's going to depend on your branding. It really is going to depend on how much work you put into it. Um, but the people that do put work into it, like they really find out what works for their, their local market, and it works out like really well. Mm -hmm. So what in Chicagoland area, what does one of these typically rent for? Uh, I, yeah, anywhere from like four to $800 like for a few hours of coverage. Um, and it just depends on like when the booking is, what kind of event is, is it? Am I just adding it to a package? Because um, if they're already investing a lot of money into like my wedding photography, then you know I might just give it to them for like four, 450 bucks or something like that. Right. But I've had like multi-day events, like corporate jobs. Um, like the biggest contract I had was like an $8,000, it was like a seven day event. Um, but that's like super rare, man. But I, I, I would say like I get a, a few like thousand dollar contracts throughout the year. So cool. Yeah. That's yeah, on average like a, like yeah five to eight hundred bucks or something like that. Uh, yeah. Do you have any like crazy success stories from photographers that you guys work with that have been like, wow, this has added a ton of extra yeah. revenue to my yeah. business? Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm not gonna lie, it's not like everybody, man. But the the people that hustle for it, it's like crazy how how well they do. The one the one that sticks out the most to me is this one girl posted on our Facebook user group maybe like six months ago. They were like, hey, you know, we we just take all the, the earnings from uh, our photo booth bookings. We stuck it in an account. Um, and they put uh, down payment uh, down for like a new a new mortgage, new house. And they, for them, that was like a huge achievement. It was something that like they didn't, they couldn't do previously with their wedding photography income. Um, and I think it was something like a, like a, a $30,000 down payment into their home. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, that's freaking awesome, man. Right. Because that's, to me, that's what life is about, man, is like finding a home, building a home, and like really like creating something for yourself. And that's like why we're probably working, man. Um, sure. So to me, that was like a really awesome story to hear. Cool. Yeah. So do you sell any of the uh, Giphy booths to other photographers in the Chicago area? I do. <laughs> is you just blacklist yeah, all of yeah, Chicago? Right. <laughs> I know, right? As I'm the much only as I want one who to, gets man. to have this here. I'm a, uh, yeah, that's a, there's actually a lot of Giphy owners in Chicago, man. Um, that's actually a really good question because people ask that all the time. Like, they're like, oh, how many like of these are in my local market? And I practice what I preach. You know, I always tell people, 
Um, you know, I, I, I love competition. I think it's really important. It's healthy. It, it, uh, it allows us to grow and become better. Um, and that's what I want, you know? So I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people that, like, uh, cuts it off in my own local area. I'm going to let people compete with them, with me. So. How many people are there, like, marketing-wise in Chicago? And your answer is just always 150. That's how many weddings I did this year. <laughs> You're just like, that's the market here yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, maybe. I, I worked for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you can, uh, with this, you're opening it up so you you get to network, meet other photographers and stuff. It's got to make it feel a lot less lonely shooting. Because I know like in Indianapolis, uh, we have, what is it, like 800,000 people in Indianapolis. And I feel like I don't know anybody else oh, really? who's doing photography. My wife does. She, she does the networking oh, for the most part. Steve's the introvert. Yeah. I'm well, just, I'm the face for yeah. Um. Well, hey, man, you know, honestly, man, um, if you need a friend, I'll be your friend, first off. Um, I'm here. All right. This was uh, all a success. We can shut it all down. Podcast is over. Ben and I are friends now. We Got found it. Steven a friend. All right. Success. Um, no, like, I. to be honest with you, I don't, I, I'm, at, I'm at a place in my life where I, I used to network a ton and get out there and whatnot. Um, I know this is going to sound terrible, man. I find a lot of photographers pretty boring <laughs> and yeah. hard to relate to. Um, I, a lot of them are really great. They're amazing, man. But all, you know, like anyone, man, photographers are, are people, right? Um, and I, what I've found in the last few years is that like some of the most important things to me is just finding very genuine people. Yeah. Um, my family's super important to me. My friendships are really important to me. Um, David, David, David is very, he's my friend, man. He's my friend. Um, and like I, I don't know, so I've kind of hunkered down. I don't really like network too much with photographers, um, and I'm not sure why. I don't, I don't really know why. Like I think I'm uh, looking for something else, and I'm constantly growing. And um, so, what's the uh, evolution of Giphy look like? Is it is it like this forever, or do you guys have sort of anything in the pipeline? Anything cooking? Yeah, that's a good question, David. I'm gonna let you answer that. <laughs> it's all under NDA right now. That's an NDA right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, sign some agreements, guys. <laughs> yeah. And no, all the we're, listeners. We're, um, we're kind of like between big feature updates. So there's there's stuff in the pipeline, but nothing nothing that we can really talk about just yet. You heard it here first, people. There's something yeah, in the right. pipeline. I mean, we did just come out with like a really cool like slow motion mode. Um, but I mean, to be honest with you, we found that like features, new features aren't always like the most important thing. Um, we, it, and you know it as photographers, we're, we are oversaturated with options, features, to the point where like a lot of times you can't even make any decisions. You're just kind of like paralyzed. Right. To us, I think the most important thing is like selling a product to our users that's actually usable and that works for them. So right. a lot of what we do is like stability, um, support, and just making sure that we have a good product to them. Um, but yeah, we have a bunch of cool features coming out. Um, nice. It just depends on like what people need, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that answered your question or not. No, it's good. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, yeah, we have one that's coming out that's three times as big. Should we tell them about the drone-mounted photo booth? The drone-mounted photo booth? Drone-mounted photo booth. No, we shouldn't tell them about that. No, no. Um, this are you talking about the one that we saw at that one show? The one, the one that we're cooking up. The one that we're it's cooking just gonna up. follow guests around. It's scary to me. I don't know. We have to have a meeting about this, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that robot Eva that like follows people around, and takes photos and stuff, right? What are we talking? What is? See this. It's coming for your job. 
I'm so confused. See, this is what I'm talking about. Steven, you, I think you do get out more than I do, man, because like I, I don't know what you're talking no, our about. Our listeners <laughs> are just very kind and send us really weird shit. There's a, so there's this like robot they made, and it's like a photo booth robot, basically. And they use it at event. It's only like one in the world right now. Oh, but it's, it's in the UK. Yeah, and it's just like a, it's a robot that'll go around like on the dance floor, and people just like hit on a, a button robot. on it, and it'll take a photo. Oh, of them. yeah. And it looks creepy. It looks Sounds like a super from uninteresting. Wally, yeah. And it's called Eva. It'll, Let's. It, it somehow uses AI. It sees that oh, there's people, and then it starts counting down. And then you're Jesus, that's so pose. creepy. <laughs> Auto destruct in five. <laughs> I, I, I don't think brides are going to be into it, man. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. The first thing I thought, like, I like this product because it's like you set it up, people can come up to it, they can touch a button, they can interact with it, they're having fun. And then when I heard, like, that, like, robot thing, I was like, that's, like, creepy. That's, like, that is super I don't weird, know. Man. Or until you see, like, the cake fall over and you're like, shit, who knocked it? And you see your robot just, like, pounding into the cake uh, table. Whoops. And you're, you're like, slowly walk out of this Sorry, reception. Guys. That's not what we meant when we ordered a pound cake. <laughs> I didn't know nice if you guys one. were partnering with like DJI to uh, mount one of these on like a Phantom. I thought that's what you meant when you said "give <laughs> oh me drone mounted." To, to be clear, I am kidding about that. Uh, we are not. <laughs> we're cutting all that out. He's for sure serious. My brain is just kind of fried right now. No, so Third day so of a conference. Ours. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? What are we talking about? <laughs> you guys I'm make very albums? Hungover, so who knows? Oh, hey, that fits, guys. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Have you told everyone, like, where we met last night? Has that come up at, at all? Oh, uh, we interviewed the guys over at um, PhotoBiz, and we talked a little bit about the Santa Pub. Ah, cool. Yeah, that place was it was awesome, man. I'm really glad I ran into you guys there. It yeah. was fun. It was a good yeah. time. Yeah, totally. Anything else you got? Nothing else, man. Well, thank you guys so much thank for you your so time. Much. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming by, man. Really cool. appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, these Giphy guys, they really got to get working on this uh, this drone photo booth thing. I mean, I feel like I feel like if they couldn't make money selling them, they could make a lot of money off of the insurance they would get when all the people died from them. You know, I'm just saying it. I'm throwing it out there. There's insurance money to be made. So, guys, we got one more interview coming up for you. This is a great Indiana company. That's right. We finally got to talk to a great Indiana company. Um, this is Sean Austin Gordon from Kiss that we're talking to in this one. Kiss is an album company. Jen and I actually use them for albums, and we also use them for, uh, we have like a lay flat suede thing to shoot details on that we got from them. 100%. This is a great company. Just going to say it. Hey, I'm Steve with The Wedding Photo Hangover. I'm here with my co-host, Dustin, and we're talking with Sean Austin Gordon from KISS, another Indiana company. A great Indiana man now. Yeah. yeah. Sean. Well, in the Midwest, now yeah. I'm a Hoosier. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> as long as I don't you know, know the either. Term. I've lived here since I was four years old. <laughs> they so, made us, like, in school go through, like, these books where it's like, here are all the different theories about where the word Hoosier comes from. Nobody really knows. And I was like... Is this school right now? How is this like? Yeah. It's like fairy tales. Yeah, I still don't know what it is. So. So how's the show been going for you? It's been good. We haven't been here in a long time at Imaging, but we know the industry ebbs and flows. Yeah. And we used to not have a portrait book when we when we were here last over ten years ago. Now we do. So we decided to get out to as many shows, and we've heard good things about Imaging. So we're excited to be back. Nice. 
Um, what do you feel like separates you from all the other album companies here? Yeah. Because there's quite a few. Yeah, there's there's always a lot. And it used to, like when I first started the business, there was fear that would come in like, hey, they're all here and all these things. When it comes down to it, we're not here just to make photographers happy. Our goal is to help photographers succeed and they will see us continually show up with education. With We, we write our own software for the album design. So we're showing up over and over again. We're going to be coming out with a book um, sometime this year as well, all about albums. We mm-hmm. will continue to make an amazing product and do what we can to stay on brand and on point with the industry, but we're going to keep showing up and helping photographers succeed. Nice. What uh, What would you say your like best sellers are? Yeah. Uh, a 10 by 10 black leather album has always been Still the, like, like we traditional. For, I, like we could have done, we could have been a 10 by 10 black leather album. We would be totally fine. We know the other stuff is great for samples and things like that. And since the light and airy and film photography has come back in, a lot more colors go out. Two years mm-hmm. ago, one linen was over, a, a 10 by 10 black leather, one linen color. And then this year, or 2019, three linens were over leather. So that that's a trend. And we yeah. love it because they're beautiful books. They're a little more affordable as well. So that helps a photographer succeed. We love that. But 10 years from now, Black leather will be black leather. Ten years ago, black leather was just classic, timeless, gorgeous. We like it in our cars. We like it, we, you know, black leather Do you think that's because some photographers might only be, like, offering black leather? Um, maybe. Just because they believe, like, kind of in the kiss, you know, model of yeah. just keeping it simple. We only offer. Yeah. I was a photographer for 15 years, shot about 500 weddings. I did not show a black leather, and I still sold, 80% of my clients still sold or still bought a black leather album. So yeah. it's just like a go-to. It's a real easy default. When you look at it, you're like, oh, that's whatever it is that you feel. And maybe it's classic. Maybe it's like that feels expensive or that feels whatever it does. Black leather is just one of those things. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe they, their parents have a black leather album. We don't know, you know. Yeah, we only show colored albums because I tell them everyone orders black and brown. <laughs> so I want to have yellows and greens yep. and blues. Yeah. So you guys, in addition to doing the albums, you guys also have like styling mats mm-hmm. here. My wife and I have the uh, the gray suede one. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, thanks. It's completely changed how we like shoot details at weddings. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. So when we came out with that, a lot of companies were coming to us saying like, "Can you do a board?" And the board was like amazing. You know, yeah. shooting weddings it was always hard to find a, a clean spot in the bride's house or hotel room or whatever. So the boards were out there. We were, again, trying to help photographers succeed. Even if you're not a destination or traveling photographer, to be able to roll it up and throw it in your trunk, you're traveling that day, even if it's down the street. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. They've been a hit. The suede is gorgeous. So we do suede or those linens, but. Nice. We've we've just like, in the past, it's always like, we got to find some place that looks good inside of this area where we are, and then maybe try to dress it up. And with your guys' stuff, it's like, no, it's. It just works. Yeah. It's simple. It's beautiful. And then every once in a while, it's like, maybe we'll throw some floral on there and yeah. stuff. But then it cleans really easy at the end, yep. too. Like, yeah. It's just, it's been a godsend. Good. Our business. Love it. I love, love when it, it works really well like that. We design it to work really well. And um, it's that, you know, I've been a photographer. I know what it's like. I Style mats were not a thing when I was a photographer. But I go back in my mind, I'm like, that would have been amazing to just create the surface and put it next to a window light versus having to deal with like hotel yellow, who knows what Calvin yeah. that is and stuff like that. Throw the window open. I have the light that I need. Style it real quick. Get all those 
those shots are going to look amazing in albums, and that was my thing. I always shot for the album. I'm trying to tell yeah. the story. I'm a photographer, sure, but they're hiring me for the full experience. So I was constantly thinking, what's going to look good in the album? Those flowers, the shoes, what they spend so much time doing all these details with, even the um, invite suite and all that stuff. They spend so much time on that. Sure, they can store those things like in, in some type of a thing and open it up later, but they will always be able to see it in their book that's hopefully sitting on their coffee table. Right. Cool. So what are you guys cooking up other than like the styling mats? Is there anything else you guys are looking to address paint point wise for photographers out there? Yeah, accessories has been new to us. So mm -hmm. style mat or something like that is an accessory proof boxes. We've been asked a lot about folios here because it's a little more on the portrait side. Folios, folio boxes, those types of things. So the most the thing I'm most excited about is how we're showing up. So we now have a, a way bigger budget for video for the education piece that we do because the numbers that I know right now are 2018. So in, in 2018, 2.2 .2 million weddings were photographed here in the U.S. 78% of them were photographed for under $2,000. So that's over a million and a half weddings were photographed for under $2,000. Our industry needs, I believe, for people that are doing it well to like pour into them if they're gonna the turnover rates about three years for a photographer that's making it to where there's not a lot of stability even for the brides or for whoever we're photographing and documenting so we're doubling down on focusing on albums educating on it because I believe if you photograph a wedding for two thousand dollars how many do you have to do to have a substantial sustainable business it's a lot yeah if you add albums alone there's so much money that you're leaving on the table as well as like you're serving your clients and referrals come from those albums it was just a thing that i did because i went from film to digital so i just kept my workflow the same because it was working it was just again i'm not a picture taker i'm this photographer that creates an experience and that is why i was referred that experience goes all the way for me to telling their story in an album so i say all that because that is what I believe. That's yeah. our heart. That's our vision for the company. Yeah. Um, we just went through our core values. One of them is like above and beyond. Above and beyond to us is showing up at these shows, serving, but trying to get into a conversation about how we can serve them and how they can sell albums better. Or I, I, I'm trying to stop saying sell albums. How about you just show up and serve your clients with albums? How can we make it like feel like that so it doesn't feel like you have to be a salesperson? Or I love that. Things, I love you know? that. So I've yeah. switched, I even switched the title of my talk from if you could sell an album to every one of your clients, would you want to? I changed it to if you could serve every one of your clients with an album, would you want to? Because I can show you, it just it's the same exact thing. It just shifted a little bit, so it's a little bit different perspective. It makes it easier for a creative to be like, I just want to serve you. That's what we want to do. Yes. As soon as it's like, I feel like I'm selling to you, then the creative mind starts to shut it down and say like, nope, it's going to cause awkwardness, and I'm not a good salesperson. All these limiting beliefs come in. If I'm just showing up to serve, which is one of the ways I believe we were built to do is to serve, mm -hmm. if we can start to communicate it that way, then we can show up and we happen to make more money doing it. There's nothing wrong with that. We're here <laughs> in business, you know? <laughs> Put food on the table. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. That was if, awesome. Uh, people want to find out more about KISS, yep. you guys have a website. Yeah. Where, where can they go? So KISS.us is our website, at KISS Books on all platforms. Uh, we do have a private Facebook page called Kiss Books Social, and that is so when I do education, I can talk numbers, and a lot of brides follow us because they love the look of our books and the wedding photos and stuff like that. So on social, on Instagram, I was doing the lives. I just couldn't talk about money and stuff, and a lot of people want to get down to the details. So I do Facebook Lives quite a bit on a private page so that I can still talk numbers and things like that without worried about 
you know, brides knowing what our markup is and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's at Kissbooks social on Facebook and then at Kissbooks everywhere else. Personally, I'm at Sean Austin. Um, we do some branding on there because it's like I yeah. run this one uh, company, but it's a lot of the more family face and stuff of the like business yeah, exactly. and everything. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a. Um, that makes me think. I wonder, since you have brides that follow the social, do you ever get a photographer said, "Hey, I'm coming to you because my bride mm -hmm. like saw your books, yeah. and I have to, you know, won't book me unless I sell a Kiss album." Yeah, we've been around for a long time, so we, a lot of things have happened that I'm always like, "Wow, that's interesting." But we have a, like sometimes it's in tears. These brides reach out like, "Hey, my photographer didn't," and they fill in the blank. So I've been trying to. But you guys are a professional photographer. I'm like, yeah, we are. We are still. If you can, um, go to your photographer and put them in touch with us because we need a, you know, a release. We mm -hmm. we're not here to. We want to ultimately serve brides, but when it comes down to it, we're here to serve photographers so that they can serve their clients. Right. So we get brides reaching out. We get other design companies reaching out. Hey, can I design this for somebody else, you know, somebody else's wedding. I'm always like, you have to deal with the rights of the photos. Like, go to the source, please. Yeah. So, we, we again, still trying to protect the photographer, but we've had all kinds of people reach out. And usually they're, like, just frustrated by that point. And so yeah. we know that's what we believe is needed in our industry. So that's how we're going to keep showing up so that we don't get those calls. <laughs> <laughs> Understand. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate yeah, your thanks time. thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up everything Dustin and I did at Imaging. So can I just say thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin is at Dustin underscore McKibben, and I'm at Stephen Van Elk. Really tripping over my words today, guys. We have an awesome Facebook group you should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover. If you want more content, though, head on over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WPH or go to stephendustinsavetheworld.com, you know, whatever floats your boat. There you can get access to our weekly podcast, stephendustinsavetheworld.com, for Patreon members only, where we answer tons of questions from people that we, uh, tons of questions from just random Facebook groups that are just weird and wild and crazy and fun. It's, it's really my favorite thing that we do here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next week after you shoot another wedding. Oh man, I almost forgot. This is the part of the show where Dustin and I typically talk about like cool stuff we've been listening to, watching, whatever. Dustin's still not here. Still kind of sucks to do this without him. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say I started watching Letterkenny while calling photos the other week, and... Very much do I like that show. Very, very much. Oh, gosh. Just, just to be fair. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Um, there's just a lot of really great jokes. Um, they do this, like, crazy thing with repetition where they just, like, they really hound in on a joke to the point where, like, sometimes they go too far and it's, like, not funny anymore. And then they keep doing it until it gets funny again. It's kind of, it feels like, it feels like hanging out with your buddies on a road trip or something where it's like things just, they go out and they come back in and it's a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, so yeah. So I guess check that out. We'll see you next week.
Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!